Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. And it is Sunday, February 20th in the year 2022. And I'm going to start this by making two announcements because if I wait till the end, maybe somebody won't listen. So number one announcement is next weekend I will be away and I am not taking my computer. So uh, it's, it's an effort to get deep peace and silence. So when I do the podcast on Sunday, I'm hoping that there's Wi-Fi where I'll be and there is the ability to do it from the Podbean app on my phone. If not, I will probably make an announcement on Instagram. And, you know, there's things you never know what's going to happen when you go away, especially in Costa Rica, because, you know, electricity goes out. We don't know. So if I cannot do the podcast when I'm away, I will do it Monday evening when I return. Okay. So if there's nothing, fear not, fret not. It just means that there's technical difficulties and it will happen on Monday night. So check it out. If you don't see it, or if I put something up on Instagram, you'll know. The other thing is, um, I am going to be hosting a retreat with my friend Monique Long, and it will be in June. It will be in Costa Rica, of course, and it will be near Arenal. And we are going to put out an announcement very soon, but I just wanted to start the ball rolling tonight on the podcast because uh, we just wrote it all up today. So it will include um, plant medicine and it will include Reiki certification in the fifth dimension Reiki that I do. So if you are advanced, interested now, before I even send out the flyer, contact me, deb at debmcbride.com, and uh, I can start sending information to you, or I can put you on my mailing list to receive the information when we send it out. Okay, onward with astrology of this week. So we are looking at this almost final chapter of February, because it goes into, you know, Monday the 28th, because February is a short month. And it's been a pretty exciting month so far. Now, something that I must say is that Venus and Mars are, you know, they're in this relationship and we need to talk about it. (laughs) We need to talk about our relationship with Venus and Mars. First of all, Mars is generally speaking the slower moving planet. But right now, Mars is passing Venus and is faster, moving faster than Venus. Now, remember what I said the other day when I did the last podcast, that Venus is still in her shadow and Venus has not caught up to Mars yet. So they caught up and they were conjunct in the week, in these last few days, but they're, they're conjunct. For all intents and purposes, they are conjunct. That was an exact conjunction. We're looking at another one soon, but not just in this moment. But Mars is moving faster, okay? So Venus has not come to the point yet where she is as at her usual speed. So it raises all sorts of questions. First of all, Venus is the goddess, the love planet, the relationship planet. And she's not at her regular speed. And we know this because Mars is faster. So... As long as she's not caught up in passing Mars, she's not operating fully at her capacity yet, okay? This is very important. 
this is important for two reasons. One, Venus is not out of her shadow, as I said the other day. And Venus is, this is, this is meaning she's slow, she's, she's not pokey, she's just not fully Venus yet, you know? And if you're wondering why your relationships are not jumping right in because it was Valentine's Day and there's a Venus-Mars conjunction and it's very rare and oh my God, um, it's because the goddess of love is still um, not entirely with it yet, shall we say. She's just not got it where she normally is. And so money and relationships and things ruled by Venus, desires, values, we're still examining them. We're still perusing them. We're still thinking about them. We're still feeling them. And we're not there yet. We're not there yet. So if you thought, oh my God, all sorts of things are going to happen and they haven't, take heart, be present, don't rush things. And she's saying, don't rush things, okay? Don't rush things. Things are not to be rushed right now. And we can't rush things. And I want everyone to have empathy for themselves and each other because this is a really deep moment of understanding what our needs and values are, okay? And if you don't feel like yourself right now, this is why. And this is one of the reasons why we have to step back, take a moment, meditate some more, be with ourselves, go into nature, appreciate the beauty, and not put pressure on ourselves. Because Mars is all about putting pressure and taking action and let's do it. And especially in Capricorn because it's exalted and it wants success and achievement. And oh, it's not there. We're not there. And Venus is saying, I, I can't do that just now. I can't. And that's fine. And you have to be fine with that. And you have to be fine with where you are. Because Mars is making things feel like we're in a hurry when we shouldn't be. So take your shoes off. Have a cup of tea, watch a funny movie, write in your journal, and be with yourself, okay? Because Venus has not awakened yet, really. Now, there's a real life story going on here, too, for each and every one of us. And what I keep seeing and feeling in my life and other people's lives, in just my sense, because, you know, like I said last week, this is coming, I don't just analyze planets. I feel through what's happening and I sense where people are and I, it comes from spirit and it comes from intuition. It comes from a place of being present and holding space for myself and for other people. Okay. And what I'm hearing and seeing is people aren't there yet. People aren't ready yet. We're not ready yet. But at the same time, we're also saying that we need to be in this place of, um, you know, relationship, geared up for relationship and value and money and all that. Now, maybe you're married and you have kids and you're all, all tidied up in your relationship. You know, you're all 
nice and neat and pressed and ironed and all that stuff. But, but there's still like a time lag. And what I'm finding is people are a little impatient with themselves right now. And people are um, also feeling a little empty. And they're feeling a little empty because they are either tired of being alone, not wanting to be alone, not feeling into their life enough, or they're just, you know, uh, there's a lot of emotions, a lot of emotions right now. And so it's okay to have emotions right now. It's okay to be feeling some stuff that isn't, um, you know, what you want. You Everybody, you know, this Venus-Mars business, everybody's like, yeah, this is it. And it's like, well, sure, this could be relationship stuff that's really important for each of us. But there's also our own pace and there's also our own timing and there's also gearing up for something. And maybe we don't have all the answers yet because Venus is still in her shadow and she's slow and she's not moving fast and nothing's going to push her. And I wouldn't push anything right now. I wouldn't push yourself. And I would allow yourself to be in this moment. I also feel there's a lot of anxiety around us right now. And because people think that the shoulds are happening. I should be this. I should be that. I should be further along. I should be having this and I should have this done. And why am I not? You know what? No. We can't. We can't. We have to be very present with where we are and who we are and, and what our process is right now. If if Venus retrograde still really isn't finished yet, and you're like, Deb, that started months ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have to be patient with the process. Venus isn't going anywhere but forward, okay? And each of us are, are needing to do this in our own time. So it could very well be that you're feeling not entirely yourself and that's okay. You got to take time for yourself. We all do. And it's been really, really complicated and hard for people in that. Um, I think everybody thinks a lot of shoulds right now. And so, um, there's a little story from the week my shaman sent a gift and finally it got here <laughs> and he sent me this thing he called my advanced, you know, telephone <laughs> to source. And if you look on my Instagram, you'll see it. It's, it's hard to describe. It's a little bowl. It's a Tibetan bowl with all the chakra symbols and, and Tibetan, um, chakra symbols. And then it's got, it's got my, um, it's got a, a, a copper wire around a copper tube that's filled with crystals and the at the bottom is orgone and it's got brass and aluminum and copper and he says gold flakes I don't know if it's real gold I don't know and then there's a crystal on top so it's an interesting interesting thing and it is very energetic and um so I was thanking him and talking with him and out of nowhere I didn't ask anything but he probably read my mind about a few things or got the feeling from me because he always does. And he said, you know, it's best to be guided by the universe with everything. It's best to be guided by the universe. He said that he's been antsy in his life. He's had at times when he's antsy and we all get antsy. Of course we do. And I think we're antsy right now because Mars is on Venus and pushing Venus when it shouldn't be. So he said he gets antsy and... He says it never does anybody any good. And everything is divinely timed according to the universe. And he said it never does any good to be antsy and, 
and push something and, and force it, okay? So if you feel like you should be forcing things right now, and there's that should word again, um, and you're forcing things and it doesn't feel right, listen to the universe. Be guided by the universe. Be guided by your intuition. Just stop, okay? And I look at that and I have to, I have to look at what the planets are telling me. But I also have to go by what my gut is saying. And my gut is saying Venus is slow and she wants some time. So, and my shaman's even saying it, you know, it doesn't do any good to be antsy. Just be guided by the universe. So that's what we have to do right now. Okay. And Mercury, Mercury is six degrees of Aquarius and it's moving right along there and it's getting back to where it was and out of its shadow and that'll happen this week and then we'll move on with Mercury being out of its shadow and in a place where um, Mercury is, you know, um, ready to sort of deal with the rest of Aquarius, okay? The, two, the other two-thirds of Aquarius where it, where it stopped, you know, it'll... It, um, It'll get past the 10, and it'll move right along. Mercury moves out of its shadow more quickly than Venus. So think of Venus as a sensitive part of yourself that needs more time, okay? And the universe knows what it's doing. So um, meanwhile, meanwhile, we have... Um, Venus and Mars talking to Neptune this week. Both of them are talking to Neptune. And interesting, and this is, this is again, this is again. On the 23rd on Wednesday, Mars at 2.12 p.m. Eastern time will make a sextile to Neptune. Now, a sextile is a smooth flowing aspect. It's not a hard aspect. It's a smooth flowing aspect. And when it makes a smooth flowing aspect, it is telling us there's an opportunity. There's not a must there's a flow. There's, you can do this if you'd like. Mars is getting there before Venus is. Okay, here we are again. And this is days from now. Today's Sunday. I'm talking about Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday, Mars sextiles Neptune. Um, the next day, Thursday, Venus sextiles Neptune. Okay, so they're not doing this together. Venus is in first. Mars is first. Okay, so a sextile to Neptune. Neptune's in Pisces. Mars is in Capricorn. And basically what it's saying is Mars is an opportunity, taking an opportunity to, to feel into something, okay? To be intuitive, to be guided, to take an opportunity. A, maybe there's something that's out there that's supporting you right now. And that's actually really good. Um, it's a supportive aspect. It's an opening. It's an opportunity. It's a flowing aspect. It is not a pushy, you must do this right now, oh my God, aspect. This is Mars sextiling Neptune and saying, hey, maybe you reach out to a friend. Maybe you reach out to um, a relative. Um, maybe it's just going to guide you gently. Now, Neptune is where the intuition is, where the visions are, where the sensitivities are, and it's giving us an opportunity to listen, to listen to what could be going on for us. And 
it's you know Neptune is when spirit speaks. Yes, it can be a tricky place in the zodiac. Okay, Neptune can be all sorts of tricks, but this is a flowing aspect from Mars to Neptune. And if it was Mars conjunct Neptune, I'd say, hmm, you better like look before you leap. Okay, but this is a gentle reminder from the universe. Look for messages. Look for universal messages. Look for messages that say. Don't worry, little one, we're in divine timing, okay? And allow yourself to be supported by the universe. Allow yourself to be supported by your guides. Allow yourself to hear your own voice of your own intuition, okay? Mars wants action. Hmm, Neptune's going to say, Give us an idea of what kind of action, maybe not action, maybe just an opportunity to listen. You know, it, it requires guidance. We all require some guidance right now. There is an antsy feeling in the air. Like my shaman said, he says it doesn't do any good to give in to the antsy. Mars is pushing ahead. Let Mars do its thing. Just go ahead. Let, let the car go, you know. Let, okay, Mars, you, you do, do your thing. I'm staying here. Listen carefully. And, you know, it's just, it's not like Mars isn't already there. Mars is getting close. Mars is already approaching Neptune. And so by the time Wednesday comes in the afternoon, Eastern time, um, we're, we're already, we already know what it is. So between now and Wednesday, just Pay close attention. You know, Mars looks for clues. Mars, like, Mars does want to take action, but it's taking its cue from Neptune. So this doesn't happen very often where Mars and Neptune speak to each other so sweetly, okay? So let them, let them talk to each other. Pay attention. Then on Thursday the 24th, Venus does the same thing. Venus sextiles Neptune. And so once again, we have a nice little reminder of spirit and energy. And once again, I'm telling you, if Venus is doing this after Mars, she still hasn't caught up to Mars and she's not at her regular speed yet. Okay. Calm, relaxed, listen, stay tuned in. Now, this is about relationships. Venus and Mars are getting some information about relationships because they are the relationship planets and Neptune is out there providing an antenna. And Neptune is always a, a, a psychic antenna, you know? So tune in, tune your intuitive radio dial and listen very carefully for what's happening in your relationship mode, okay? Okay, that's part of it. Also, on Thursday, Mercury is going to square Uranus. Now, haha, Mercury, Mercury is going to get, it's getting revved up because um, Uranus is at 11 and Mercury will finally catch up and square Uranus at 11. It did this before, but it was a 10. It didn't quite, remember what happened back when it went retrograde? 
it was gonna square Uranus, but it never exactly squared Uranus. It was technically squaring Uranus. Like I, I always say, if you have a baby and they have a chart, the, well, they're, of course they're gonna have a chart, the Mercury is squaring Uranus, but it was approaching, it was always approaching. It never actually got there. Okay, so now this is really important because remember, Mercury went retrograde while Venus was still retrograde. So here's another clue. And another thing we need to pay attention to. So this week we are paying close attention, close attention and listening carefully, okay? You want to keep your ear to the ground or put your glass on the wall and listen to what's going on and, and pay close attention. Back when Mercury went retrograde on January 14th, Mercury got to 10 degrees Aquarius and got close to Uranus, making a square to Uranus, which rules Aquarius, okay? So this is an important exchange. This is an important relationship because Mercury is sitting in Uranus's sign. Mercury and Uranus together are like lightning information. It's like the discovery of the telephone. It's like the discovery of mobile networks, okay? It's it's big, okay? It's Mercury square Neptune, uh, Uranus. It's really like the electricity is flying and we're like being innovative and ingenious, okay? But there is also very sharp information coming. Okay, so what happens when Mercury squares Uranus? We get like a lot of electricity and a lot of information and the static is coming and we're getting the info, okay? Now, again, this is not an accident. Mercury was squaring Neptune, but not quite. I mean, oh, Neptune, I keep saying Neptune, right? Uranus, it, Mercury was squaring Uranus, but not quite, okay? Um, it was not quite squaring Uranus while Venus is retrograde, okay? So Mars and Venus are talking to Neptune. That's why I keep talking about Neptune. Mars and Venus are going to be talking to Neptune. At the same time, Mercury is going to finally make that relationship with Uranus, and so we listen carefully because information is being imparted to us and we need to pay attention. So you may have an aha moment, an epiphany. This is really good. Maybe it's, maybe it's about your creativity. You know, Venus and Neptune are extremely creative when they're, they get together. And so the same day that Venus and Neptune are making that sextile, Mercury and Uranus are squaring. And, you know, and the moon is going to be squaring Neptune later that day. So there's, there's some action in the heavens. The moon is also going to square Jupiter. Remember, remember Jupiter and Neptune are in the same sign. And, you know, we're in this place of listening and understanding, taking in the information, keep your ear to the ground, listened, listen, I've been listening to the wind. The wind has been very strong here. And it's like telling me changes in the air. So we're, we're looking towards something here, okay? So this week, you know, these are subtle aspects. The Mars sextile Neptune, the Venus sextile Neptune, but Mercury squaring Uranus is a little sharper. It's not, it's not the sextile. It's not the opportunity. It's the in-your-face, yes, this is happening thing. And so when we have that, that's, that tells me, okay, some actual details might come. Or we may really hear something from our intuition, or we may really have that aha moment. So pay attention. And we are in Pisces now. 
we're in Pisces as of the other day, this uh, Friday, the sun went into Pisces. So we're in, we are in the final sign of the zodiac before the sun goes into Aries. The sun goes into Aries, you know, at the, at the um, equinox in March, but we're not there yet. So we are thinking and feeling, you know, Pisces. And so if we're thinking and feeling Pisces, we're immediately talking to Neptune. Okay. So we have now three planets in Pisces. That's three in water. Okay. Sun, Jupiter, Neptune, and the sun will get to Jupiter, but not just yet. Not just yet. The sun will eventually get to Jupiter. Um, we're not there yet. And it's okay. We need, we need to have some other aspects happen. Um, Next week, the week that begins, you know, when I'm, when I'm back and I'm saying I'm not sure exactly what day the podcast is happening, the 27th or the 28th, that's, that's a rocking week, okay? That's a rocking week. So we're going we're gonna to have a, that's a rocking week. So enjoy this week with three planets gliding through Pisces, okay? And knowing that, you know, there's a lot to be said for one's intuition and instinct and listening and feeling. Pisces is all about feeling. What do you feel? Okay. You know, listening, when I say listening, yes, I'm telling you to listen for words and, and insights and stuff, but there's a gut thing going on right now for every one of us. A, a definite, sensitive, intuitive gut feeling thing that we all need to be present for in this moment. Okay. Three planets in Pisces, sun, Jupiter, Neptune, Jupiter and Neptune are big deals in Pisces and they don't come together in Pisces. You know, the last time Jupiter went through Pisces, floated through Pisces was 12 years ago and Neptune wasn't quite here yet. Okay. Neptune was not there. Neptune was still in Aquarius. It, you know, Jupiter and Neptune met up in Aquarius not Pisces. Now they're going to meet in Pisces. Jupiter used to rule Pisces before Neptune was discovered. This is a deeply intuitive, deeply sensitive, deeply empathic time. We need to pay attention to that. And you know what? Watch your words. Watch what you're saying, especially when that Mercury squares Uranus. Ooh, be sensitive to where other people are. Be it's asking us to be empathic right now. The heavens are asking us to be empathic. You know, everything is kind of ruled by that, that Neptune in Pisces. That's the final dispositor right now because you look at the sun, it's in Pisces, it goes to Neptune. Jupiter, you know, it goes to Neptune. Saturn's in Aquarius, goes to Uranus. Uranus goes to Venus, Venus is in Capricorn, back to Saturn again, that's a bit of another thing going on, but really the final, the dispositor, the thing that's ruling the heavens right now is Neptune. Um, you know, um, so there's, there's a lot to be said for one's instincts, gut feelings, and intuition, we, and that's the place we're going to be in this next month, all this Pisces energy. Once we get to Aries, you know, that's another story, but that starts the Zodiac all over again. You know, Pisces is a place of surrender. Pisces is a place of atonement. Pisces is a place of um, trusting the universe, 
and listening for guidance from the universe. So this is, this is where we are right now, folks. This is where we are. And as much as Mars wants to push forward, you know, you'll know when it's time, you know, you know when it's time to do things like put gas in the car, take the kids to school, go grocery shopping, pay your bills, all those things. You can take action in plenty of ways. There's plenty of ways to take action. But stay connected to your gut and to spirit. These are the um, energies that are present with us right now. And these are the things we need to pay close attention to. Okay. In the meantime, the moon is in Libra and it's at the end of Libra. And if you live in the Eastern Standard Time Zone, the moon will go void at two minutes after midnight tonight and it will square Pluto. So yeah, that's more intensity, squaring Pluto. Moon and, moon and Libra likes serenity. Pluto doesn't necessarily like that. Pluto wants to stir the pot. Okay, so if you're stirring up emotions, just be aware of that, okay? Goes void midnight. And then it goes into Scorpio at 4.19 a.m. Eastern Time. So, you know, in the middle of the night, well, it depends on where you live. If you're, you live in South Africa, shout out. Live in, you know, other parts of the world, Australia, shout out. Yes, you know, it's going to be entering into Scorpio a different part of the day. But then it will be in Scorpio. Then it will travel through Scorpio Monday, Tuesday, and making a nice trying to Jupiter on Tuesday, right? Yeah, in Pisces. So lots of water, intention, sensitivity, moon in Scorpio, Jupiter in Pisces. Very nice. And later that evening, trining Neptune, lots of water again, more water. And then it goes void 4.24 a.m. Wednesday morning, and by 8.29 a.m., and this is all Eastern time, has entered Sagittarius. Okay, so now we're talking about fire. Okay, fire. And so it's going to be in that fire until Thursday night when the moon in Sagittarius squares that Neptune in Pisces at 10.24 p.m. Eastern time. Then it goes void. And then it enters Capricorn the next morning, Friday morning at 11.27 a.m. Eastern time. That means when you get up on Friday morning, you may not feel like doing things if you live in the Eastern time zone because, you know, it's still going to be void in Sagittarius. <laughs> but once late morning comes, then your day will get rolling, okay? So um, that's fine. So when you uh, experience the moon on Friday, then it will go into Capricorn. And it'll be in Capricorn Saturday, and it'll be in Capricorn Sunday. And then Sunday morning... 9.49 a.m. Sunday the 27th, it will go into, it will go void, and then it will be in void in Capricorn until it enters Aquarius 1.36 p.m. next Sunday afternoon Eastern time. Okay, so, and that's the voids of the week. So there's pockets of time, and there's lots of water, <laughs> lots of water. Three planets in Pisces, lots of water. Then right now the moon is in air, but tomorrow going into Scorpio, more water for a couple of days, water. And then we'll finally get some fire in the sky. Again, we don't have fire. We have Earth. God knows we have lots of Earth. Three planets in Capricorn, 
a planet in Taurus, you know, and then Saturn and Mercury are in air, they're in Aquarius, but there's no fire, okay? When we appreciate that fire, once that moon goes into Sagittarius on Wednesday and stays there for Thursday, um, use it, use that Sagittarian energy to like, you know, Sag is a feel-good kind of sign, likes to be free and have fun and travel and, you know, be philosophical and use that to like have some get up and go, exercise, go for, out for a run, go out for a walk, just like use that fire like that to be stimulated, to be motivated, you know, again, with not without paying attention to what's going on internally, you know, because that moon is in Sag and it will make a square, a hard aspect to all those planets in Pisces, right? So it's, we're still not, we're still not like, I'm not saying zoom, hey, you're moving out of, you're moving out of like this slowness. No, just use that energy to like get things done that you have to get done, okay? Go out running, visit someplace, do what I'm doing, take a little trip, take a couple days. Um, and that's about it. So this is a week of listening, of intuiting, of staying connected, of trusting the, trusting the universe, okay? Trusting the universe. So, and allowing it to guide you. And I do not take my shaman's words lightly. He's extremely intuitive. He's always right. And I just, I just um, listen to him, you know, and I am grateful for his presence in my life. So, and I am grateful for all of you in my life. Thank you for listening. We will reconvene next weekend at some point, Sunday or Monday. Um, and I thank you for listening and I wish you a beautiful week. If you need to get in touch with me, you can find me on Instagram, the golden astrologer. Uh, you can write to me, Deb at debmcbride.com or info at thegoldenastrologer.com. And, um, if you are interested in studying astrology and I'm tossing this out there, um, I do have an astrology group. We meet Wednesday evenings, um, 7 PM Eastern time. If you are interested in joining and want to learn, um, please contact me because we're starting a new chapter this Wednesday. So reach out to me. Um, you can uh, already go onto my website and book it. Uh, if, and my website for booking anything, a Reiki session, learning Reiki from me, booking an astrology session, go to thegoldenastrologer.com, book online. And if you um, are interested in anything um, and you don't know what things are, such as Reiki or how far along my astrology class is, drop me a line. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful week. Stay tuned. Stay connected. Thank you.